This is something special for you. This is Phone Doc. And this mess stinking. Hey yo, this is the narcissist, the Euphrates, nomadic massive, represent Montreal, the Basra. This is Jay-Z. Yo, check one, two, this is Flavor Flavor, Public Enemy. And you're listening to CKUT, and the place to be from the Bronx T.O.P. You're listening to CKUT. On CKUT. CKUT. You're listening to CKUT 90.3. Turn up your radios and turn off your televisions. All right, we're gonna try a new song. Break it down like this. Break it down like this. Break it down. Break it down. Break it down like this. Break it down like this. Break it down like this. Bro, you know I don't do interviews, so, so it takes a lot to come, you know. Oh, but man, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate CKUT. If it wasn't for CKOT, there'd be no rap music in this city in the 90s. None. That's another thing I wanted to None. ask you about. Let's talk about that for our... CKUT? Yeah. How, how, how before, CK, before pop culture became rap music, the only place you can get real rap music or any type of hip-hop was CKUT? You, you, like, there's no, there's no line to ourselves. Like, think about the history of Stretch and Barbito for America. College radio, which is, this is university radio, yep. was the breaking point in the 90s for major rappers in the States. But in Montreal, little old Montreal, there was no other options. There was no, what is that, 103.7? There was none of that. There was, yo, there was rap music, Rap City, once a week for 30 minutes. You got five videos a week. That's all you got. You better have a VHS to record it so you could just play it one more time. You know, and if it wasn't for this station, I would have never been able to promote my shows. This is a CKUT co-presentation. Don't you go on and on and on and on. I say Cause I'm riding with the man Starsky We're gonna rock, rock, rock to the funky Montreal Every Sunday, live at Cafe Resonance 5175A Park Avenue Community Jazz Project Funk, Hip-Hop, Soul Reggae, all in a jazz conception. These sessions are 100% improvised. Community Jazz Project, every Sunday at Cafe Resonance. $8 at the door. This is a CKUT co-presentation. This is a CKUT co-presentation. Today's show is an interview with Scandal. Um, a lot of you probably remember her as the featured female MC on Rain Man's Pub Chilling. It's a shiny bright morning. I'm comfy in the shade. From the age 15 to 17, you know, all I did was live, breathe, rap. So I would constantly listen to rap. I would constantly write rhymes. So I would constantly practice 
and rehearse the verses and you know I wanted to sound a certain way I wanted to be perfect not a lot of girls were rapping at that time but I had to prove that I was good and strong enough to rap as good as the guys if not better so there was always that um, I had to prove to myself and I like that hard I like to spit hard I like to rhyme hard I like I like the whole energy that came with rhyming and just being street Big shout out my girl Desi DeLauro. Oh. Desi DeLauro, who has was one of the first artists here in Montreal to leave for a bigger uh, and better uh, musical scene and at international level, was um, actually she she sung uh, for um, she does the na 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 at the end of Sol Plara. So I, I think it's a, it's like a beautiful musical quilt where, you know, everybody played yeah. and had their little part and it all comes together and it maps out Montreal's culture, its music, its like history. Like a family tree. A family tree, yeah. not enough of because we need to hear, you know, we need to have those shows exactly like, you know, we talk about and we reminisce about those you know back in the days and how this person started out like this and now is doing that so I just think it's wonderful Montreal is as rich of um, cultural stories and historical backgrounds like that and mm -hmm. so that we need to know more about who contributed and how yeah I apologize for using it that that's bugged me but uh, you know financial problems can't get vinyls yet but yeah it, <laughs> yo, yo, check this out. Everything you've heard is off my EP, self-titled EP, Chillon. That's all my old stuff. You want to hear some of the new stuff? Yeah? Yeah. Let me introduce you to Demshun. This is Demshun. You're going to hear him on the album when it comes. Yeah, so run that instrumental. Yeah, yeah. Ride, niggas. Ride, niggas. Ride, niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we saw people coming out from Berg, DG, Saint-Lo, from West Island, from all over. Hip-hop fans were coming out to watch solely Montreal artists. And all of these shows were pretty much sold out all the time. So I was like, we're definitely on the radar. We're making noise. And I, I, I conversate with people in uh, Toronto a lot. And they started catching wind of the movement because they saw a consistency in materials being put out. Uh, videos were being put out. So it was growing real good. And another rest in peace to Bad News Brown. He was our leader because he was already getting recognized internationally. So, and he was kind of like, you know, the leader of the movement. And um, people were so inspired by him. Finally, we saw one of our own doing it. So we knew that it was possible. So it was all encouragement. Like, 
you know when they say the stars align that moment in time everything was aligned like you were getting love uh through print media with like the montreal mirror we were getting it on k103 on ckt uh we were getting it in different avenues we were getting it on the live with doing live shows and all that so really and truly to answer your question uh, I saw it going beyond Montreal. I definitely saw we had something that was established that was going to go beyond Montreal. My life story strictly business never blew my chance. Mom kicked me out the house when I was flipping. I'm the man. Put the boys on the street. Make them walk this beat. Teach them how to eat. As to seek for peace. Son of death is named Liverpool because I mean what I say. Bring the fake to reality and make them think. So you've seen a lot of the shows and you you see the shit that went down in the city. We like Montreal, people always oh Montreal is this, it's that. We've gotten a lot of good entertainment here. Like, there's there's we, who can we name that has not come to Montreal of relevance? Anything from an outside point of view towards something that's black and powerful is always going to be viewed as being offensive. But actually what black power is, it's a defensive mechanism against the, the racism of, of, let's say, governments. So, so you, you more or less put yourself in, in uh, a category of, let's say, raising black consciousness. Is that what it's all about? That's what it's all about. You know, black consciousness and awareness to um, keep your people from avoiding the same traps that's been set for us right throughout the last 500 years. Yeah, I hear that. Okay, on your album, Yo, Bum Rush, the rest of the show, you got something in fine print on the bottom that says the government's responsible. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, first of all, when you talk about the American government or the governments in Western civilization, let's just talk about the American government. When you say uh, the first three words of the Constitution are we the people, they didn't have black people in mind. So, um, you know, you're talking about a structure that was basically you talk about white male landowners. Yeah. And uh, we were considered, you know, um, three fifths of a, of a human being. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't even count it as as, uh, <laughs> as as humans. So, you know, if you're talking about a structure being based on, on, on that document and people going on that structure today, that means, I mean, I view that as being offensive to my, you know, to my makeup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it is true that the Constitution was written in the days of slavery. My yeah. brothers were still down under. Written in the days, matter of fact, that the Constitution was written, slavery still existed, I guess, legally yeah. in America for another, you know, 80 years. So, I mean, what, what, what does the Constitution mean to the black person? Nothing at all. It's quite offensive to us. And the same thing goes for... Um, um, governments that set up um, other countries abroad, like England and you know Canada, to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's places, man, that are that are held liable for our demise and our persecution. Face, face, face. <laughs>